The feelings I kept deep inside are now screaming at the top of their lungs. Trying to voice our now with the to my heart whenever I'm in doubt since it's never skipped a beat while searching for our dreams I'll never miss a step because you're guiding my feet tonight the light that's shining in the night sky fills me with pain because I know I can't fly but even so I'm still
Alright guys, welcome back to a new episode of the Sword Art Podcast. I think you've noticed a couple of differences in today's general, you know, routine. Uh, so today we have special guest Itzel, and I, it's about time we welcome him to the podcast after the couple of fail, failed attempts previously. <laughs> and, uh, and my co-host today is actually Hestia. What's up people, how you doing? Welcome to the podcast guys. Thanks for the podcast, Zach. How's your day going so far? Oh, pretty cool. Got a little bit cold from overnight because uh, our stupid janitorial staff turned on the uh, air conditioning because it was pretty warm last week. Uh, and now it's pretty cold and I don't have heat. <laughs> so I've resorted to my nice cup of coffee with my Baileys and, you know, like, it's going to be a good you have, day. Like, no, you have like, no jacket or anything to keep you warm? I've got my sweat. My you know, Chicago Cubs World Series championship sweatshirt on. <sighs> the sweet taste of victory. So, how are you guys today? I'm doing pretty good. Woke up about 6 a.m. and watched YouTube to the podcast earlier. I need to wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. I am not a morning person, but this is worth it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a morning person. Either. I was just walking zombie this morning, so... I could test this, he was. <laughs> uh, so, uh, on today's agenda, we've got quite a bit to discuss, won't you say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a lot. <laughs> yes. So, we're going to run through quests and events and floors and, you know, all that good mumbo-jumbo. So, let's say we get right into it and not waste any time. So, uh, it's all. You want to talk about any of the new upcoming quest or events yeah so um well the first quest that's on the list is uh, a quest called venom king and essentially what it's supposed to be is it's it's basically t taking the um mutation quests like the queen bee being mutated the sand shark being mutated avalanche avalanche those quests and basically creating a story to it like kind of explaining how they're getting mutated and then putting an end cap on it ending that series with this quest and it's obviously going to be the hardest quest so yeah the prerequisites to doing the Venom King is that you have to do all the previous ones Absolute Zero Bloodstained Land Return of the Queen you have to do all those first before you can do this quest wow sounds Which... like it'll be pretty fun though yeah hopefully, hopefully that's kind yeah. of hope so I know I've been, I've been told that all the bosses that I make are very, very dangerous. <laughs> you like so, to make them a challenge, yeah. <laughs> so you always gotta stay prepared with this guy. Never know what he's gonna do with the with the bosses. Yeah, <laughs> that little devil. I will say for the reward, I'm not gonna tell you what the reward does, but it's a very unique reward and it's a one time consumable. So I think players will like what they get. Pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. So I know you were talking about uh, revamping Calling the Soul and and Gemini. Yes. So, uh, so what what's uh, what's going on with that? Um, well, essentially, we're take we're, we wanted to connect the Gemini and Calming the Soul in some way and add more lore to the sixth floor. And so I talked it over with. Set a lot of staff and we came up with a way to do it. Um, we're adding a new quest and we're revamping the previous one, adding more lore and adding more roleplay to it. So depending on what your character reacts to will also determine what happens in the boss fight. Hmm. Alright, that's actually pretty cool. Gives a little bit more change to a, a, yeah. the fight. Uh, anything to add on that, Hasya? Besides the fact from what I've been able to see from the latest amount of quests, they seem to be focusing more on the RP side of things more so than the numbers and go kill thing kind of idea ideology side slash mentality of things. Hmm. All right. Uh, so what about the, the uh, what about this new upcoming event, the Fallen? Oh uh, yeah. Want to tease any uh, of that? Okay. I'm not going to be. I'm never. I'm not going to spoil anything. But I will say this: there's going to be interaction between NPCs and the boss and players. That's a definite. 
choices matter. You're going, you're going to be presented with choices in the role play, and depending on what you choose, will will alter the entire fight. So All right. Now. That's actually pretty cool. Yes. So, uh, are you going to try and take it right away, or are you going to wait a little bit and make sure people are running through it correct? We're doing some final touches on it, so just hang in there. Once it's done, we'll, we'll, we'll give an announcement and give players time to prepare, and do prepare. Make sure you get as many buffs, teleport personals as you can. Because... Never mind. This is yeah. a boss created by Itzel. The guy who received Actually, Morgan Stern did the stats. Oh, Morgan Stern did the stats. I helped with the abilities. Um, but uh, yeah, this is this was originally a project between Morgan Stern and I. So, okay. To him as well. Well, it that definitely looks like it's going to be a challenge and a lot of fun. So I'm sure people will take a uh, take a liking to that event. If I may, um, since we're talking about quests and sets. We did, we, have, we, have, we did get a new floor unlocked and such, so there is a new quest out and about in the world now. Yeah. The very first one that we have would be the um, quest called Uzgeek the Mighty, which is a quest that basically the, monster, the mob is a green beast looking about in the area called the Underdark of the floor. The floor is trophy being split into like two parts. There's the Underdark, which is the Dark Elves, and they have their little entire spanned out city and all that. Up above is the area, just like all the nature plays of it. But from the players who will get under the out of the underdark, this be a total wasteland around them with this tower in the center of that wasteland. So I think about a good long walk in it would start seeing nature of any kind. Nice. So that'll actually be a lot of fun with that new floor. Yeah. And speaking of new floors. Do you guys uh want to highlight anything if the if with uh twenty three? Besides um myself, I just want like the mention the other quest that was created by people on the staff called Escaping the Underdark. Okay, go, go a, ahead. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Um, it's called it's basically a two part quest, and it's all about they find like the forest elf like um knocked unconscious and such. And they have the option of, it's all based on roles of like, if you can help save her and I and get out. And depending on what ends up happening, either the forest elf, no, the dark elf dying or living, that would kind of determine if the next quest can be opened or not. And the rewards have changed, like, if you manage to, see manages to die, that's a little bit more SP and coal, that's, well, that's good. You fight some things alongside that. And if somebody manages to live, Less as less as being cold, but you get the next quest unlocked, which can offer more. So it's like the idea of which one do you want, and can you do it? Hmm. All right, that actually does seem pretty cool. So uh, moving on, unless you have anything left to mention on quests or events. Uh, I don't think so, really. Nope. Really. All right, so we're gonna move on to floors. Uh, speaking of that the uh, raid was just wrapped up not too long ago. What uh? Anything to highlight with floor twenty three? Well, as I said, the floor is split into two different, two different parts, which, is, which I believe is an entirely new thing for the just the floors in general, having like two separate areas entirely. That's like day and night, basically. Yeah. That's like an interesting like, new thing that's been turned in. And for the most part, um, for floor twenty three, in terms of the mob, there's something called the unique mob, which is like. Kind of unique to the floor. I'm guessing it's the idea of it. And there's Crazed Beastman, which is like obviously a humanoid being with like bestial like nature in them, like looking like a animal or such, or like having that bestial strength to them. Hmm. All right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. what about the the different themes or whatnot? Uh, Do you want to talk about um, those. In, ter in terms of themes, as I said the um, Underdark is obviously the Dark Elves home and all that. And I think you put players most recognize that idea from D and D because that's the actual close enough to the name, like the general idea of it. Yeah. Was like, yeah. Yes. And that's, that's there, yeah. Want to talk about that, Do you know about that? Uh, no, I, was, I was just saying that was something that shout out to me as well. I saw that. I'm like, this is straight out of D and D. 
Hey, sometimes the best things come from D and D. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> as a the... wise man once quoted, as a, as a wise man once said, "Nothing is new under the sun." <laughs> a little sidebar regarding D and D. You guys get a. Uh, have you either of you played it? I, yes. See, yes. In fact, I, I've kept me going right now with um, my guild mates. It's a lot of fun. Okay. And I'm planning to DM a first edition. So. Nice. Just trying so, to find people to do it. I've got a group here with me at school that we play on the fifth edition. And uh, we just finished this quest. Well, at the start of this quest, uh, this town was surrounded by fog, and one of my dumb team or dumb uh, teammates was like, "I want to go into the fog." So he rolls, goes into the fog, and then uh, next thing you know, he comes back and he's like one health po- uh, health point left because it just the fog was just kind of choking him out. So fast forward a little bit, we're in this house, and uh, he opens a door just to like check what's in it. Oh, there's a broomstick. He's like, I'ma take it. He tries to take the broomstick. It comes alive and beats him half to death. So now, yeah, the fog almost choked him out, and the broomstick almost beat beat him to death. So that we were just <laughs> trying not to laugh so hard. And then he's walking down the hall, and a specter attacks him and almost kills him. No, the specter does kill him. <laughs> Well, luckily we have, of, luckily our cleric was able to stabilize him and save his life. So, a Darn. friend of mine had convinced a a friend of mine had convinced the last boss of a quest line in D and D, which was a two story high cyborg monster, that it, he was its father and it followed him <laughs> from that point on. That's this part of beauty D and D. Like you just have those crazy moments of like, okay, this is happening now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, yeah. man. The, the ones that being the ca- most charismatic person in the party, you get what you want. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Um, oh, yeah, themes of the four. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> Let's get back to that. Okay, um, as I said, um, then we have the top part of the area, which is basically... It used to be like the more nature side of things, where four elves could just have lived their lives peacefully is Try to have that harmony with the dark elves before something happened. And you basically will not find like, um, actual settlements as you walked a very long way to a point of interest called the Vale of Ruin. We basically just find these rundown sacks and houses full of basically the remnants of the elves and like impure half elves, stuff like that. Okay. Nice. Sounds like a lot of fun. So there's yeah. going to be a lot to uh, explore and look at once you're on 23. Yeah. So, uh, going on, um, I know that the boss for 23 has been in the works, but is there is there anything special kind of like leading up that people should watch out for? Um, I, I, I think I must not, because I do talk with Tan a lot about these things, and she's <laughs> having a blast making the boss. That's a need for concern. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's all. if, it's, if uh, someone's having a blast making a boss, you probably might want to be prepared. I mean, think about it this way. It won't be a Tesla. Oh, jeez. Let's hope it's not like... a rock again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that. I went back and looked over every single boss that we've ever had. Rock had freaking four accuracy, four evasion, high health, high damage, and it's like... Jeez. That's how hurt. people like his eye died. <laughs> yeah, that was not a fun boss. That was just a dangerous boss. Oh. Was that in the days of the old striking days where you were role-playing on site? Or was that too new for you? That was still too new for me. <laughs> actually, I'm well, curious, when was the last boss you like actually participated in? Floor 6. Oh, didn't, land, didn't land a hit and Shark went mentally insane. <laughs> the entire fight. Wow. Miss. 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 RNG Jesus was not with me. So at that point uh, Shark was like, you know what? I'm just done. And so he kind of like vanished, never to be seen again. He became a mountain hermit in some floor we don't know about anymore. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the Ben with. Kenobi to SARPG. <laughs> well, okay, speaking um, of bosses, um, I have been sending an idea around staff for a while now. And the idea was to try to shape bosses to be more dangerous, um, but not last as freaking long as Tesla. As Tesla. So they could be oh, like... God. Yeah, no, no. So it could be like three, four pages, um, maybe. But like, it, it wouldn't be like a long fight, but it would be a dangerous one. 
Yeah. And that's and that's the whole point is um, one of the, uh, there was another staff member. They told me uh, that our goal was not to make them like our goal was not to kill players. And like that's the whole point of the bosses, though. They're supposed to be the strongest, most dangerous thing you fight. Right. So I feel like we should more we should add a little bit more to the danger aspect because it is SAO. There's a reason you have a teleport crystal. <laughs> and there's yeah. a reason the teleport crystals don't work on the higher floors. Get screwed by staff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you can't be screwed if you know it's coming. Exactly. Oh, uh, on the contrary. Yeah. In terms of um floor twenty field boss fight, the news is um sealed. Beat and I managed to find the field boss, kill it, and get the boss information. So, in terms of like, sort of information that would be known to players. When the meeting actually starts happening, which is on delay, because um sealed's computer is broken at the moment, so that's sad. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But the general information that the players will find is that, in terms of the boss room, there are five items laid onto a table with five chairs, and inside the boss room is a was a corpse hanging called "Long Live the, the Words Long Live the Queen" above it. Hmm. That's an yeah. interesting turn of events. So players can interpret that as they may, and we'll find out what happens in terms of the boss raid meeting, see what the general consensus will end up being. Yeah, that'll be uh, that will be interesting. So uh, we do have Percival on the monthly donations, so I still want to give my thanks to Purse and all the support that they give us, and continue that, hoping that that will continue. So I mean, you, there are there are a plethora of good uh, awards and such. If you do donate, and if you do want to donate, please check out the donation thread that's in the announcements on the index page. Yeah, play nice awards. You get free house, you get free maps, some nice things. It's pretty nice. And free SP. Ooh. Yep. Uh, well, a free SP boost rather. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the UE graces. Yeah. But no, there's a lot to uh, to benefit from that. So definitely check it out if you, you're even the slightest bit interested. And if you don't want to, that's fine. We're not going to force you. But everything mainly has been paid out of pocket by Erroneous. And the donations are a way to help cover site costs from the people who use it instead of him paying for everything. Just kind of a nice way to give back to the site. Make sure we keep running for days to come. I had money, I'd still be <laughs> Well, half the reason we have, uh, we switched to the Envision Powerboard services was because uh, back in the day, Sykes and I were competing to see who could donate the most money. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tie. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, you know what? We'll, we'll just, we'll call it even. <laughs> but so, yeah, the, we definitely have not regretted that decision because I love this, the just how IPS looks and it's very fitting for our community okay. yeah. so uh, moving on boss room was found and the meeting was pushed back so let's go right into an uh, update on the seven wonders of Aincrad. it's your little pet project I wouldn't say it's my pet project but Oh wait, the Seven Wonders of Minecraft. Okay, I, yeah. I oh, you know that's Hestian. I this is both yeah. projects. So okay, yeah. Why don't, you give us a, why don't you give us an update on that? You want to take lead or I'll I? I'll do it. Right. In terms of the um actual Seven Wonders, there have not been worked on that much because we've been focusing more so on the mysteries of all the floors. And that's quite a bit of a work, honestly, because that's. We got like, what, like 23 floors, almost 24, probably in a month or two. So that's, yep. yeah. It's like the simple go kill a thing. It's actually RP things out and try to f figure out the mystery via what we're trying to do, give an idea of what it's supposed to be. And some of these mysteries honestly do lead into quests sometimes. Not all the time, just sometimes. We think it's, yeah. we think it's possible it could make for an interesting story to continue on this mystery. While the actual wonders themselves, um, yeah. they're not meant to be given an answer to. Like something yeah, that's meant to yeah. be discussed about, like 
have a nice chat about maybe try to figure out what would be the player's definitive answer in their mind for what ends up they think the answer would be. The main issue with the wonders is trying to come up with something that's big enough to be considered a wonder of Minecraft. Because Minecraft is full of all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. So the main, the main issue is just coming up with something big enough and important enough to actually make it a wonder. So. Nice. Yeah, this is definitely going to be a project we keep tabs on uh, going forth as it's going to be very interesting to see how it turns out. So anything else you want to touch on that before we move on? I think that's it. Although I will say that Venom King and one other quest came from these because when we started out, we realized that we were making them a little too quest-like. So. Yeah. The spawn, like, two quests, maybe... There's, there's, there's a lot of monster things, so we just, like, scrapped that and made ones that could be interesting enough to be a good quest into quests. We hope they come out and players will enjoy them. Nice. So, uh, I know uh, Systems team has been working on familiars? Yes. So, how is that, uh, how is that going? It's still under, under ways. The, uh, the um, familiars and one other area are the last two things that have been finished on 3.0. Um, that was, familiars was Kimmy's project. I'm waiting to hear back from him. Uh, trying to work with him on finishing it up. But, uh, he, the gist of it is that familiars will shift over from being just another item that you can have that amplifies your powers to being a companion to being an actual being that fights alongside you not actually amping your attack at all so okay so that'll that'll actually be pretty cool so, so it's more so like uh the the silica and pina situation yeah pretty much Trying to make that more so the player has to do all the work, but they do have a companion that can help, that can aid them in certain ways. Yeah. Nice. So that seems like it's coming along pretty well, won't you say? Yeah. Definitely. I'm, I'm really excited because once Familiars and one other project is finished, then 3.0 is eventually going to be put into a review session where all staff will look over it, double check everything, make sure everything's good. And once everything's approved, then we should be releasing it. Nice. Now, would you have any kind of idea of how close that would be? Or, like, what time I, it would be? I don't want to set a time because it's unsure. Okay, um, that's fair. Everyone, there's been a lot of real-life things going on lately, so that's why it's been delayed so much. Um, but I will say that once it is ready, we will send a an announcement about that. And what our plan is, is we want to release it one chunk at a time because it's so big. If you want an idea, um, you know Word documents? The, the, amount of, the amount of page, what it's take to fill up a page? Think about, like, was it like 102 pages now it's whole? It's 117 pages. Holy sh Yeah, so... That's pretty big. I haven't even yeah. looked at that. As it's, much as I have access to it, it's like, I just have not looked at it. <laughs> it is essentially an overhaul of, this, of the entire system. Uh, it's going over every single flaw that has been presented by every person and anything that's been found and trying to trying to recreate it or revamp it or rehaul it so that it's a better version. Taon had described it as the ideal SAORPG. So. Nice. I mean, that's going to be a very interesting once that becomes into place. Yes, and what I will say is that the first update is going, we're definitely going to make the first update being a leveling update. We're changing the leveling system to experience. Mm. So. That'll be a very interesting time to see how people react to that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. We're going to have to run a couple of trials just before, oh, prior yeah. to release. Like, this game sector with me doing a leveling update means every single quest is going to be a field day for the <laughs> development team. I mean, yeah. once once we establish what the rewards are going to be for certain tiers, then the then at that point, they just have to determine whether or not um, the quest, the said quest is strong enough to be considered this reward or low enough to be this reward. But yeah. also in terms of the stat numbers would be crazy to have fun with for them. True. <laughs> honestly, 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 the I, I'm gonna say, I, I think, 
the main stat that's going to be changed in quests and th and things like that is going to be the damage. But I'm not going to say why just yet. Right. Yeah. That we could be a surprise for something, you know. Right. So yeah. because I don't want to give too, don't want you to give too much of the 3.0 away. Why don't yeah, you? Uh, don't why don't you run over the hotfix? Oh yes, it's hotfix. Um. <laughs> You haven't looked at that already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing that came out with with new updates and things. With one of the quick band-aid things that we're going to see if we might remove it, depending on how the community actually responds to Sealed's um, thread if he, when he creates it, is we made sure that boss raids can't be done by a small strike team for the moment. Like, you can't just have, like, a four-man team and say, gung-ho, have fun. Because... Just what we have on site at the moment. Yeah. The actual floor bosses and such are the things that everyone is gunning for. Like that's the only thing that's striving. And you have to create your plots, but that's not like the main thing on site really. Yeah. Everyone's going for that front line yeah. fight a boss experience. Like everything has the like the big thing, the big uh, enjoyment that people have and I feel like floor bosses are that, really. Yeah. In terms of um, the other things on the HFX update, well, I think one of the big things people would be happy about is Nature's Treasure being back. Yes. <laughs> Again, thanks to Steel for proving it, proving the flaw in that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just spamming yeah. fishing over and over again. <laughs> Fist to win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It happens. So we have, we have Nature's Treasure back with um, some new rulings, some new updates to it to make it plausible for everyone to have like a good gaining time for things because unless you're a good scout like it's all finding things can be annoying nature's treasure is your solution people it's a fun easy thing to do <laughs> we also um changed aoe energy costs because with the new with the rule where you have to roll for every single mob and you're paying the full cost it is just too expensive and uh area of effect DPS players were just losing their energy too quickly. So we change it so it's a, a, it's a um, smaller set amount and then plus two energy cost for every target hit. Okay. Yeah. So. Nice. So a nice little update to that. Nice, nice little update there. <laughs> I'm just happy about the update. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Uh, so Itzel and was... Oh, go ahead. If you want have anything to add. If you have one last thing I think Itzel might know the best about or... Which so in this case actually Taeon is the um kitchen update that we oh, had. Yeah. yeah. Um uh, Do you want to talk about so, it? Yeah, I, I got it. So essentially essentially what kitchen the kitchen for um uh, a house buff what it was able to do was you could take materials and craft any food item you wanted, only one in the thread. And the complaint was that that basically re got rid of the need for a cook profession at all and they were right so we've changed it so that instead of creating a um, food buff you can increase a single food item by one slot so like let's say you had a tier 2 mitigation food um, you give the you give it another enhancement slot and it gives three slots of mitigation instead of two hmm. so. alright it's actually a nice little neat little change of course, it is capped to tier one, so you can't have like a an extra tier two or a tier three. Buff. It would just be a tier one. Okay, which is fine for me because I can get a three LD item and give it that plus one, a plus four LD, and add that to my stacked LD already. So. Yeah. <laughs> Again, here's <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so, anything else you want to? run over with the hotfix or I think, it's a, I think there's anything we want to say about it alright so uh, as you guys have recently saw it still has been named the systems GM so uh, it came down from one of our members uh, it's all what's what are what's your plan of action as a systems GM well, what do you mean by plan of action like is there do you have a set agenda you're trying to accomplish being the being in charge of systems, or are you just kind of like go taking care of whatever comes across your desk? 
Um, there was already a lot on the desk when I was made GM. So it's basically just trying to finish 3.0 um, as efficiently and quickly as possible. Uh, then there's also uh, another project, which is basically um, unique skills have been work in progress for a very long time now. Yeah. And since, uh, so set with 3.0, there's a lot changing. And I asked for, and I was given the assignments by Tam before I became a GM, so I continued working on that. But essentially, I've been working on the unique skills themselves, their sword arts, their abilities, and people, and I personally still want to get the unique skills, so I'm, I haven't developed how to get them. One of the GMs who doesn't care about getting the unique skills will be working on that. So. Okay, that's good. It's a way to keep people accountable and make sure no yes. one abuses the system, yeah. as previously done before. It's it was always it was always my thing. I, I kept ever since I found out about unique skills on the site, which was really early on the site. I started shooting for it, and staff kept telling me, "Okay, so you want to get the unique skill, you need to do this." And I so I'd follow their instructions, and then right before I got it, they would change it, and how how you got it, and they changed it like three times on me, and then the, <laughs> then the third time they're like, "Okay, no, you can't get it. We're locking them up." I'm like, "Dang it!" Yeah, that was uh, how they were dealt with before was not in the correct order or yeah. correctly handled at all. Many staff so, teams ago. <laughs> so we're planning to, once they're finished, release it, let people know how to get them, and then basically, and, and basically just, you know, not touch them. Yeah, probably for the best. <laughs> Try, the hardest thing is going to be getting working them into the system, though. Because they're unique, they're supposed to be like different and a little bit stronger than the other skills so i mean it's just kind of hard yeah. to work around and get all the nitty-gritty nitty stuff taken care of yeah yeah well as for any other plans once 3.0 is out there's one or two things that i was planning to add afterwards once people adjusted everything but besides that it's just keeping an eye out for any flaws or errors and just fixing those up as people find them that's okay. really about it nice so I mean, there's definitely a lot to look forward to with the upcoming times of the with it. So as behind the wheel of the systems team. So much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> you do fine. So as <laughs> as we mentioned in the previous podcast, we are looking for staff for the lore development team to get like work on like a timeline or just like a storyline to overarch all of the Aincred. Yeah. So if you are interested in we that. Fill an fill out an application, send that to me or uh, Joe May, for the time being, and we will get that uh, discussed and situated. And we are also looking for staff for the player support team. Uh, if you want any more information on what you ha what that job entails or how to go about applying, please see the staff wanted thread or the look here to join staff or whatever it was called. And you can either contact myself or Hestia. Yeah, hi. I'm the one you go to if you need some help. Uh, so, um, just a little cap on the Minecraft server. It, nothing has really been done recently as people have exams and wrapping up uh, schools and whatnot. The starting town is about 70% complete. The floor border has been fully completed. And work has begun underway for the second town on the first floor. Uh, we are looking for builders, so I mean, if you are interested, you can contact myself and apply on the site, and we will get you in there. So, moving on, uh, any cool threads happening recently in our world? Um, this idea was um, sponsored by a player who actually was kind of curious about like, sponsoring such threads and ideas. And I think it could do Taeyeon, honestly, because she um, did a thread for a character, well, Taeyeon. Again, she's the queen of all, she's going to be serious sometimes. <laughs> and her thread is, um, the quest was calming the soul, you know, minus four six facing eight demons and all that. And honestly, that's like one of the best things I've ever read. Like, she combined everything from her for her character's past and what she wants for her character's future, and made it all to like one beautiful story that's kind of rounds out Tian's Tian's in character, kind of not the most friendliest personality. To her, like slowly opening up, which is which is really nice. It was really nice read. I think it passed time for that. Nice. 
Um, is that the only thing that's kind of been highlighted, or are there some um, journals that are gonna, we're going to want to discuss? Um, um, in terms of journals, that's more so been um, Strider working on that more mainly recently because I've always been asleep when people are joining apparently, <laughs> which kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't have any journals I could say highlighting as such or any other threads because I don't think I've seen anything that's more grand spectacular in terms of other threads besides um, Taze. Okay, nice. So we have had some uh, questions submitted. Uh, one of them has been from Froppy. Uh, throwing knives, if they are possible, and maybe some new sword arts, since uh, what is available now may not cut it for, the fut for future bosses. So on the topic of throwing knives, uh, Itzel, has there been any plan to kind of work them into the system as they are a cannon uh, item? We are working on a range system. Uh... We are working on the weapons and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we plan for them to be unique in the sense that they are better suited for rogues. Because we're planning, we're part of 3.0s. We're trying to uh, make it balanced for DPS players, tanks, rogues, scouts, orders, and everything else like that. So we're hoping that throwing knives will help balance it for rogues. Okay. Nice. So, I mean, that'll be pretty fun to try and work those into the system. Yeah. Um, it has also been mentioned about adding scythes. I know it's it's been shown in the canon that there are, like, the, uh, what is it, the Fatal Scythe ha uh, uses a scythe. So, I mean, it doesn't take out the possibility that there are scythes in the game, but you just never really see a player using a scythe. What are your thoughts on that? Alright, so sword arts are one of the things getting revamped, and a scythe works similarly, it works a little bit similar to the way you would use an axe. Uh, the blade's just in a different position, and it would, it would ultimately have the same effect. So therefore, axe would be similar to an axe if once 3.0 is released and players see the sword arts and everything else like that, if you have any suggestions or you come up with uh, a way to do Sword Arts for the Scythe, I'll be all ears. Let me know and we can talk about it. Um, but until then, I would say that you can just, you can create a uh, one-handed axe or two-handed axe and have it described as a Scythe. I don't see any problem with that. So. Okay. And that was brought to you by Vigilon. So thank you for the wonderful question. Uh, if anyone else that's listening has any questions or something they want to discuss, please feel free to drop it in the chat below or send it in the Discord on in the podcast channel. Uh, let's see here. So, anything else you guys wanted to uh, you want to touch on or discuss? Well, besides um the full trophy being worked on, we do have people working on four twenty four, and it's looking pretty nice. We hear actually have the boss set up for it and we actually have the floor and I believe even quests and points of interest being worked on so that's getting, getting a stamp on it of approval so that's pretty nice nice yeah and if anyone's ever wanting for it is a cannon force you could just look it up it's it's called Panavesa <laughs> so it's no really surprise what it would be looking like yeah. But does have something I think everyone's at least kind of excited for to have something actually canonized for location of it? The Coliseum. Because, you know, oh, yeah, players love the duels. You'll be able to host a nice uh, Battle of the Blades tournament going back to the days. Ooh. Yeah. Was it back in the days of Zellius? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the fun days. Those are the one days that gave me the most stress, to be honest. Actually, speaking of Zellius. Taeon had sent, because uh, like, that was one of the things I wanted to work on was duels and tournament rules. And she sent me Zelrius's idea for, um, or ideas for the tournaments and how to do it. And I've actually used some, many of his ideas. So. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong, they are good, they are really good ideas. And he spe spent a lot yeah. of time working on those ideas, so I mean, it, uh, he gets props for that. It's yeah. just... Outside of those ideas, it just got a little bit, uh, a little bit of a handful. Yeah, <laughs> I could imagine. <laughs> yeah, uh. and and of course you have um, beatbox as you always like to mention per podcast. He's working on the four twenty five floor, 
So that's something to look forward to, people. The benchmark floor with things are meant to be more getting more difficult. <laughs> yeah. So I'm personally, so I'm personally excited to see how, um, I guess wait, Ruby, because that's, that's what we call it now, Ruby, yeah. is going to um, do for the boss slash for design and all that. It's gonna be an interesting time. I'm so pissed out of it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of, it's kind of hard for me because I've known him so long as Beatbox, so it's just kind of yeah. hard for me to transition and go into Ruby. I can't stop Beatbox. Ruby just doesn't fit for me. Exactly. Know, like... That's that's nicely my dilemma. That's why I put uh, Beatbox and then parentheses Ruby on the uh, when he's the co-host for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, it's like everyone knows him as Beatbox, but when you try to get to sort of name the name down to just Beat, then you get confusing because right. there's Beat the source of the wheel there and then Beat. I remember when Beat. I remember when Beat came on and Beatbox was like, Dang it, he stole my name! How dare <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> that, was that, was so nice. fun that was actually a fun time. Yeah, it was. Oh boy. Uh, that was hilarious. Well, on that note, looks like no one uh, has anything to discuss, so I want to say a big thank you to those who came and listened to the podcast today. And thank you to uh, Hestia and itself for joining me on this wonderful day. Hey, thanks, thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah, it's been fun. Finally yeah. got to get both of you on the podcast after a couple of yeah. uh, failed attempts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best part is like having me and it's always like, we you see a tag duo and anything that we're doing together. Yeah, so. that was b very beneficial in this, in this part. So, yeah. uh, again, thank you to uh, the two of you for coming on, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. You too. Hope you do too, Jack, and hope, I, hope the rest of the community has a wonderful day also. So a uh, little, uh, little quick uh, tidbit as I transition here into the thanks for watching. You'll see a uh, list of the fallen people. So hope you enjoy and have a great day.